Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 84. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe the Little Springer. This week's episode is our monthly roundup, bringing you all the best bits from the Forest blog and our most recent Forest FM episodes, all the while sharing a few announcements and things to come down the line in September. So, grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salons, business, and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Killian. How are things? Good now. I cannot believe we're wrapping up August. I know we've said this for the last three months now for each month, but like that summer has been so great and has just left so fast. It's just bucketed down rain all day today. It's bright sunny over here and it's finally starting to like cool down. We had um, we had massive heat waves all summer over here in Montreal. Really? Instead of wrapping up August, it feels like we're just wrapping up our whole summer. That's it. Goodbye now. Straight into fall. <laughs> Or autumn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So on the agenda today, we have, you actually have quite a bit going on here, Zoe, don't we? I do, yeah. So we have three blogs that I kind of want to touch upon. And we also, as usual, will touch upon a few episodes that were went out this month. So the episode with Jennifer Swain and then the episode with Pamela Laird. And then we'll touch upon um, Force Academy webinars, trade shows coming up and a few giveaways and contests, some around Salon Retail Week that just ended and others just the usual forced blog giveaway. Well, I hope you brought your bottle of water anyway. <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay, so let's kick it off with the first. Now, these three blogs were all guest rope blogs, weren't they? Absolutely. The first one actually caused quite a reaction on social media. It's on tiered pricing. So Phil Jackson wrote this blog. If you don't know Phil Jackson, he's the salon business coach. So usually, and he says this straight in the first paragraph, when he tries to approach tier pricing for hair salons, people are already on board with it. It's actually very common in the industry for hair salons. When he approaches the topic with beauty salons and spas, that's where he gets the most resistance. And uh, funnily enough, that's exactly what happened on social media. <laughs> Obviously, this article is about how it isn't just about generating profits and uh, how it's actually a way that you can motivate your employees, especially for millennials. I, you probably remember the episode with um, Stephanie Fox Jackson, where she was saying, you know, you, you get them to move on to different tiers and goals. It ties into that, essentially. It's, it's almost like laying out a career progression for them. Yeah, kind of, exactly. Instead of just like that whole apprenticeship approach where it's kind of, oh yeah, do so many years and then we'll bump you up. They can actually physically see their chart. Yeah. Essentially, their growth chart. Exactly. Second reason he was saying it should be adopted is that it creates an equal playing field for all employees. So he finds he can control his costs way more easily with that as well. And if, for instance he has someone 10, 15 years of experience and that person is getting booked on treatments that require li little to no experience. He's like, why should this person be booked on that when I can actually get him booked on something that does require experience? And so it just kind of liberates those, those staff members who, who, are, uh, who are more experienced and then provides more experience for people who are trying to build some essentially. But that's a good, uh, it's another good approach on that to flip it is, another way we always have some clients, they just shop around for the cheapest services, the cheapest products. 
you could kind of use this same approach here with the employees. So people that do want that more high-end haircut, if they want to pay more, they'll get the more experienced um, hairstylist. Where if you do just want to go in, get the standard, well, not even standard, but a cheaper priced cut, then you could use the juniors. That's kind of where he goes with it. So it's interesting to see how the reaction was with uh, beauty salons and spas, because actually a lot of the, the comments said um, that standards should be standards, everyone should pay the same, charging your services out at a cheaper price to reflect the ability of the technician isn't a good practice. Uh, instead, invest in adequate training. Um, and some other people said seems to work in hairdressing, but not in beauty. So it was really interesting to see to, to see the whole debate. And it just tied back in, like I said, to exactly the first paragraph that he said, he gets a lot of resistance when he does his coaching with beauty and beauty salons and spas. Um, but I mean, you can't always agree with everything. Like, we put out this content because at the end of the day, maybe it'll work for you. Maybe it won't. And it's okay if it doesn't, you know, it's everything is up. Everything should be up for debate. We can decide, you know, well, this actually is going to work for my salon. This isn't. And it's okay. Not everything is going to be, is going to be perfect for every single business. It's not always plug and play. Like, so. Yeah. I mean, like, all right. So Phil comes from the hair industry yes, this is something that they do in the hair industry. And now he's trying to bring it into the, the beauty industry. It's not a case of this is what he's saying. It, like, it's right. It's definitely going to work, blah, blah, blah. All he's saying is that it's just worked for some of the be uh, beauty salons that he's worked with and that you should give it a shot. And this comes back to, remember we were talking with Rainbow Rooms and the online booking. Sometimes you do have to look outside your industry to see what might work. You can't just say, it's not how our industry works. It's never been done in this industry for a reason. Try it. <laughs> like, just try, run through a trial and error. It's not necessarily a massive change throughout your whole salon with all your price lists or anything. Just slowly introduce it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, okay, you tried it. Yeah, exactly. And he says it at the very end, like it's a pricing strategy. It's not a contract written in blood to quote him. Yeah. He's like, if you make a change in your salon and it doesn't work, change again, try something new, set targets and a cutoff point. And if the changes you make don't get, don't get you closer to your targets after a fixed amount of time, pivot, just have fun. You know, not everything has to be set in stone. And that's, that's for any business. It's even right for websites. Like we've seen it with our own website. When we did this, when we did our switch, we hit that block where it was just like, okay, this needs to change. And then we changed it to something new and we realized, well, you know what? We still need to change it. Like anything business related can never stay stagnant. You have to adapt. You have to try new things and figure out what works best for you. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like when you're marketing your salon post, it's a, a B test, just a B test everything. <laughs> yeah. Have one option or have two options and just test them both. Exactly. So following up on that, actually, on AB's testing. So two weeks ago, we were speaking to Jennifer Swain on um, on the importance of social media in the industry. And there was a blog that we put out this month uh, by another guest contributor, Stephanie Mitchell of Sunny Storm Marketing. And she uh, introduced the IGTV app to the Forest blog. So essentially saying, what's the lowdown? Like, what is the differences between IGTV and then Instagram stories or Instagram as a whole? Is it worth putting your time into marketing your business on IGTV? How do you go about it if you want to do it? Um, and she really breaks it down super easily. So just, just before you jump into it, 
for anyone that might not have a clue what you're talking about, what is IGTV? Is that that little um, orange banner that pops up every now and again on your Instagram account that says something live? Is that <laughs> this is what we're talking about? Yes, that's exactly it. I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming you've uh, if you haven't looked into it, yeah, you, you, you're kind of like, why is this orange thing popping up all the time? Um, yeah, that is IGTV essentially. It's a standalone app that you can download from the Apple Store or the Google Play Store, but it's also integrated with Instagram itself. So how it works essentially is that you can now post longer videos. So you know how Instagram, you can only ever post max 60 seconds. IGTV allows you to post up to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of almost taking a tangential slide towards uh, YouTube, where well, a lot of accounts on Instagram using IGTV are now kind of popping up with vlogs and stuff like that, like short vlogs, but still vlogs. So you'll have loads of different things now. Bear in mind, this is not just beauty and hair and all of that, but you'll also have like just your regular kind of content from Instagram. Uh, But it is a very cool platform for the hair and beauty industry just because you have so many opportunities to do fun things with it, whether it be actually showcasing your staff or giving it proper tutorial, not just trying to cram it into a minute uh, you can actually show people how you do things she actually even wrote a second part there's a second part to that article where it's 13 ideas for your first igtv video and that's also on the forest blog but there's loads of different things you can do with igtv and it's just it's just again like jennifer was saying figure out where your clients are and is it worth for you being on there and if it is then happy days if it isn't then there's no need to stress yourself out with yet another platform or another channel, you know? So how easy is it for a salon to get set up on IGTV? I mean, like, to pull it back to simple terms, is it almost like having a YouTube channel integrated with Instagram? Like, do you you create these videos up to 10 minutes long and then they all just store there? So just like your Instagram photos, is this similar, but it's just videos now? All you have to do is essentially, if you haven't, opened IGTV yet for your business account, you just literally tap into it, um, into the, the, the little banner. The orange banner. Yeah, the orange banner. Or you can go and click onto your profile picture and activate your profile, your IGTV profile, and it'll just say continue as your account name. And then you go to do that. You can click get started and then that's it. Like that's all you need to do to get started officially. Uh, so your account is now activated or your channel is now activated and then you just have to upload your very first video. So all you have to do is like click the little plus button, upload the video, you can choose it from your camera roll and then you'll be brought to a page where you can edit it. Uh, you can edit the cover, put a title, put a little description um, and you can even put hashtags and clickable links in that description and it can be as long as you want so it's very very simple like when you said is it similar to youtube it's probably even easier to upload a video um on igtv than it is to upload one on on youtube to be honest um, and it's just stored the same way that instagram stores their videos it's kind of like just that platform where you can just access one account's videos in general The only major difference I'd say is that you tend to, you'll want to shoot vertical instead of horizontal because people just don't want to be flipping their phones all the time. So you kind of, that's the only massive difference. And that's what I'd say YouTubers 
classic YouTubers are kind of frustrated about because they're like, well, I've already created my content horizontal for YouTube. Why do I have to create another version of this now vertical? So it just depends on where you want to be, what you have currently going. If you have a really successful YouTube channel, maybe it isn't worth for you to create the exact same content. Maybe it's just behind the scenes that you go and do on IGTV. Um, it just really depends on, on what you're what you're actually doing at the moment and see how you can complement everything else with IGTV, I suppose. It's funny you say that with the uh, portrait and landscape version of the screen because YouTube videos initially were all portrait style and now they've moved into landscape and now Instagram is bringing it back to portrait. <laughs> were there Which actually, portrait in the beginning? I don't remember that time. Well, it was always, it was always like vertical videos. Because when they did bring in the widescreen, wide they were almost like that 4.3 oh, yeah. as opposed to 16.9. So if you think about it, it's kind of a similar approach. But because you're shooting in portrait now, that actually suits the salon industry even better. It just makes it really easy if you're in the salon. If you're with a client, yeah. you grab a testimonial off the client and just record it off your phone. You know, it's it's just... It's just easy, I suppose. YouTube, especially like the big channels, they tend to have a lot of production value into their videos. It tends to be well-equipped videos that are shot with professional recording gear and stuff. IGTV is, yes, kind of curated content as well, just like Instagram is, but at least it's just easy. You know, you just grab your phone and you do it and that's it. So you have to film using your phone, you can't upload videos? Well, you like as long as the, the video, even if you did film it elsewhere, as long as the video is actually on your phone to upload it on yeah. TV, you're fine. Um, but yeah, it just has to be there. And I mean, I mean, like you've already got your followers on Instagram, so why wouldn't you try this out? Yeah. Instead of having two platforms cross-promote and just stick it all on Instagram, give it a shot. And start off with those testimonials. Exactly, and if it doesn't work, then... There's no need to keep keep going at it. You've tested it and you've tried it. There's a lot of testing uh, material here today. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Uh, but if we move away from the testing, our third article, well received by our audience last week, actually, was a letter from Ronan Percival, our very own CEO, who is discussing the hedgehog concept or um, the concept by Jim Collins, who wrote Good to Great. And we've talked about that book before on the podcast. This book is bred into us, bred into us. Um, it, it's like becomes a part of you when you become a part of Forest. this book. Essentially, yeah, you kind of yeah. you have to read it. Yeah. Well, actually, yes, it's given to you as a new hire. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's worth it, though. There's loads of great concepts in it. And the hedgehog concept is essentially trying to figure out what are you passionate about? What can you make decent money on? And what can you be the best at in your own region? And that's essentially it in a nutshell, because it comes from, think about the story of the hedgehog and the fox, where the fox is pretty much average at loads of different things and gets by, obviously. But then when they try and hunt the hedgehog, the hedgehog is particularly good at getting into a ball of spikes. And because of that, the fox can never actually catch the hedgehog. And that's exactly what that concept is all about. Unfortunately, by being average at loads of different things, you can't really be great at something because someone else is going to be because you're, you're spreading yourself thin. So it's trying to figure out what are you actually great at and passionate about? Because if you're passionate about it, 
you'll automatically just be tempted to work on it constantly. And what can you make decent money on? It seems very simple. Now it's way harder to figure it out. It took Forrest few years, quite a few years, it tends to take a little while to figure out what exactly all of those circles are. But it's just to try and get you to, to think about it, because this concept is applicable to literally any business in any industry. And that's what the important bit is, is it's thinking about it. So, okay, you've come across the hedgehog concept today. You've got your three circles. You're trying to find out what you're best at. You're not going to figure it out today, but now you've wrote some stuff down on a bit of paper and you're going, right, here's our three areas couple of months down the line, re- you revise it. Are they still true? No, they're not true. Right now we need to change it around. So it's refining and refining and refining until, like us, you finally get to your sweet spot. So yeah, it's going to take time, but you just need to get that information down. And you have a couple of examples here which kind of show you how it really works. So like Ryanair's, which is the world's lowest cost flights, that was essentially their hedgehog concept. Google, The most obvious one there is the internet search and Amazon, convenient for shopping. That Google one, I'm I'm kind of laughing because I was reading something on Instagram earlier, how Google have created this Google Maps where you think even 20 years ago, this huge feature that we have and it's completely free. So there's one massive one for Google. So um, yeah, it's a really cool concept and it gets you constantly asking why as well. Exactly. And that's probably the most important question in in running any business. Why? Why do you do this? Are you doing it for the sake of doing it or do you have a purpose? Yeah. And it's like that whole the five whys thing. Ask why five times. And if you can't if you can't answer it within those five, it's probably not going to work. But if you can still answer after those five whys, it's probably a solid idea. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of our three blogs, most popular blogs, I suppose, of the month. Now, in our monthly roundup email, you'll get a fourth one, um, but I'll keep that one a secret. You can check it out in, in the email roundup. So if you want to look them up on the Forest blog, they're called Top Three Reasons Why Salons and Spas Should Adopt Tiered Pricing by Phil Jackson. Then you had Everything Your Salon Needs to Know About Instagram's IGTV App by Stephanie Mitchell. And the final one, The Hedgehog Concept, What Will Your Salon Be Known For? by Ronan Percival, Forrest CEO. So before we move into the whole webinar, trade show, salon retail week and announcement section, I think we should just play back a few snippets from our episodes of this month. So for this episode, we were speaking to Sinead Carroll from the Forest PR and Events team. And we're talking about the Salon Summit. So it was like a recap of last year's Salon Summit. And... Based on your feedback, whoever attended, how we're improving it this year now to be one of the biggest conferences we've ever done. So here's Sinead talking about the Salon Owner Summit. We kind of changed it up last year. We moved to a bigger venue. We moved to the convention center. We started doing kind of more workshops, breaking up the day a little bit more with networking workshops and then the main stage. So we're kind of going to go with that same kind of team again this year, with, with the exception being that we're going to have quite a few more speakers than last year. So um, we're going to have more main stage speakers. Um, we'll be doing the workshops again, more networking opportunities. And then, of course, all the festivities that go along with us that everyone enjoys. <laughs> So there'll be three workshops in rotation again, I think that worked well. So we'll have the schedule in that kind of way again, so that you'll get to experience all three of the workshops at different stages throughout the day. And we got really good feedback on the venue last year. And to be honest, we've outgrown quite a lot of the venues in Dublin. So um, we haven't actually mentioned the date yet. It's the, it's the 7th of January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's... Monday the 7th of January. So. <laughs> 
So next, we have our Forest FM episode 82 with Jennifer Swain. And Jennifer Swain has her own social media marketing company and is also a salon owner. So it was great to get the mix. And here's just some social media and marketing tips from Jennifer to help you improve your online presence. Um, so social media, it shows the human side of your business. Obviously, a website is about information and they're essential a lot of the time. But because, as I always say, I'm like a broken record, people buy from people. So your social media is a fantastic way of showcasing the human side of your business. I think what you need to do is research and see which social media channels are working more, especially in our industry. And I would always say to clients, it's like, you know, you may as well throw leaflets out the bus of a window and hope that someone that's interested will catch them. Or it's like, you know, that's true. So you have to you have to decide what you're going to use and maybe use a couple. Social media definitely needs oomph. Just remember the important tips that your social media is there to entertain and educate and give information to your clients. Schedule, do a plan of action and make sure that your social media does two things. One is to build brand awareness and two is to drive traffic to your website and to your booking system. And now for this episode, we spoke to Pamela up in Scotland about why you need to ditch your Betty to find your Bernie. And it was an interesting episode because it was quite a brave episode. Check it out. We don't need that that nightmare client taking up that appointment time when you could swap her around for one of your perfect clients. And that's how you kind of have to look at it. Yeah. You know, you've got to work out how much you basically need to bring in per hour. And if you're filled with all these cheaper end clients, it's never going to work. You know, and you're going to fight that losing battle of you personally having to work extra hours to fit in more clients to sustain the rest of the business. Bernie is a certain type of person for us. Yeah. We have quite a few Bernies come out of our salon, you know, and she falls in an age group. She falls into, you know, our, our work, what she did. She has dogs, you know, or pets, you know, that type of thing. So you're building up this understanding of a certain type of customer. Once you've got that, you also know, like I know that, that Bernie loves Facebook. So I'm not going to spend loads of time advertising on Twitter if all my Bernies are on Facebook. So it's building an understanding of who your perfect customer base is and then marketing towards that. So that's our recap of August. That's all the blogs, the Forest FMs. And now we're moving into the Zoe section, which we have webinars, trade shows, and I'll leave the rest for you to mention, actually. So yeah, absolutely. We have a brand new webinar coming up on September 17th. It's all about email marketing. So we've already published an ebook on this. Actually, you wrote it, Killian. But off the back of that, we're running a webinar on email marketing. It's a masterclass. It's from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. UK Ireland time, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. US Eastern time. And in that uh, masterclass, we'll be discussing, you know, how to avoid the spam folder, how to craft the perfect email in terms of like its actual structure, you know, ideas to, to, to make your clients book straight from their emails. And yeah, so it's going to be very interesting. Keep an eye out for that one. So if you want to attend this webinar, all you have to do as usual is go onto our Facebook page in the events section, find the event called Salon Email Masterclass or Forced Academy Salon Email Masterclass. And then you go into the actual event, you'll click get tickets 
or find information and the tickets are free. It's literally just to save your spot and to get your own unique link to join in on the day. Next trade show season is coming up real fast. Now this one, we're going to be at Olympia Beauty in London on September 30th and October 1st. I know it's a while from now, but uh, at least you'll have a heads up. So if you if you're in that area, it's at Grand Hall Olympia. We're going to be on booth C70. All the information once again is on our Facebook page events section. So you can go there. We've actually also listed uh, Professional Beauty Dublin and um, Salon International. So we can, you can find us there if you're in the London area anyways on September 30th or October 1st and want to know more about Forest, how we can help you grow your own salon. We'll be at Olympia Beauty, like I said, on booth C70. Finally, and last but not least, Salon Retail Week has just ended. Uh, it ended on Sunday. And the very, very last email, like to be honest, there's been amazing results coming from this challenge. It was off the back of the 30 Days to Grow Salon Challenge that we ran in April. This one was literally just a week and it was very, very focused on retail, um, hence the name. And it all ended on Sunday and the seventh day was essentially an email listing the prizes for the most motivated participants. And we have actually had a question coming from a registrant asking, how do you actually monitor or track most motivated participants and fair enough so the way we do it it's by experience we know that not everybody enters contests so it's just to kind of incentivize you to enter because the grand prize is actually a thousand dollar pound or euro check for a team day out following the event runner-up prizes we have three five hundred again dollar euro and pounds checks for a team day out and the individual prizes, and I'll explain that in, in a little bit, we have three vouchers for the Salon Owners Summit tickets. So how to enter. If you have participated in Salon Retail Week and want to enter for these prizes, go back into your email. There's a link there that you can access the grand prize entry form. Enter the details on that form. So name, email address, and then you have a few uh, stats to include around how the week went and then once all the applications are verified then we'll um, proceed and do a draw for the grand prize and the runner-up prizes. In terms of individual prizes that works a little differently so for the individual prizes salons must send to Forest via email uh, you can literally just hit reply to the email that you got from 30 days to grow the, that 30 days to grow at forest.com email you have to send in a photo of the owner or the manager with the nominated staff member because that's essentially what you're doing you're nominating someone from your team uh, to win this individual prize now additionally you also must submit an accompanying 200 250 words text including the salon owner manager name the nominated staff member's name the staff member's contribution to salon retail week and an example of his or her outstanding customer service during the week. And finally, the reason why they should attend the summit. So you can nominate a staff member for the individual prize. And like I said, there's three vouchers for the Salon Owner Summit tickets. Really cool contest. Nothing like we've ever ran before. But if, if you didn't participate in Salon Retail Week, don't worry, we also have another giveaway for you. So this one is hosted on the Forest blog. You'll also find it on our Facebook page and on Instagram. But we're uh, giving away a bundle of two books, The Coaching Habit, which is a really, really cool book that some of us are reading in, in Forest, and then The Lifestyle Salon Owner by Rich McCabe. Rich McCabe, who 
contributes to the Forest blog. He's written a book, just came out this year. It's called The Lifestyle Salon Owner. So we're giving away those two books, The Coaching Habit, The Lifestyle Salon Owner, and we're also giving away a Dripster cold brew coffee maker because you know what? The summer's been so hot. Your clients deserve a really nice cold brew. So, <laughs> <laughs> what a sales pitch! <laughs> it has though, like really. So no, it's a bundle. Uh, we, <laughs> no, we have so we have that one bundle. Uh, there's going to be one winner. It's a, it's a draw essentially uh, once again, and it ends on September sixth at five p.m. GMT, so UK Ireland time. All you have to do, like I said, is go onto the Forest blog. We'll link the um, we'll link the giveaway in the episode's notes. Anyways, fill in your details, and then that's it. As simple as that. Uh, you can also find it on Facebook and on Instagram. So yeah, this month we're giving away all our books. We're giving away our coffee machine, all our money. Next week, stay, <laughs> next month, stay tuned because we're giving away our desks and chairs as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah anything left <laughs> anything left yeah, exactly uh listen so that's it for us today guys i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you had a really cool august and if you participated in salon retail week i hope you made loads of profits and seen a few different techniques that you can reutilize throughout the the rest of the year and going forward if you have any feedback feel free to leave us a review on itunes or on stitcher we're always looking for suggestions on how to improve the show we're also on spotify don't forget to check us out there otherwise have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next monday all the best <laughs>